The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You have faith in God, have faith also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If there were not, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back again and take you to myself, so that where I am, you also may be. Where I am going, you know the way. Thomas said to him, Master, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, then you will also know my Father. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Master, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you for so long a time, and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own. The Father who dwells in me is doing his works. Believe me, that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, or else believe because of the works themselves. Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever believes in me will do the works that I do, and will do greater ones than these because I am going to the Father. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So my dad, God rest his soul, was one of those guys who didn't really want to retire. Some of you are like that. I know others of you are like, I can't wait to retire. I'm glad that I'm retired. But he didn't want to retire, and I, I can remember asking him, Dad, why not? And sometimes he would say, I have to have a place to hang my hat. And that was his reason. And I used to think, well, it's because, you know, he's a guy who just doesn't know how to not work. But as I've reflected on, on, on it, I've realized it was something much more than that that this was his place. He and my uncle built their business, so no doubt it gave him a sense of purpose, but it was more than that even. It was, it was a place of belonging for him. Working with my uncle, um, his customers, his salespeople, uh, his installers that put the carpet in for people, it was all in a very small town where he knew people and they knew him. We all need a place. Now, some of us know what it means to be displaced. Very abruptly to have someone or something sort of throw us out of the place that we've been and that we have known. And then we're not sure what we're going to do. And even making it worse, sometimes we are quickly replaced by somebody else. And maybe others of us have known what it means to be misplaced, to be in the wrong place, maybe with the wrong people, and everything seems to go wrong. 
And then others of us maybe feel like we have no place, no place that we really belong, nobody who really knows me. I read an article this week. It was an interview with the current Surgeon General, uh, Vivek Murthy, and he wrote this. In the last few decades, we've just lived through a dramatic pace of change. We move more, we change jobs more often, we are living with technology that has profoundly changed the way that we interact with each other and how we talk to each other. Listen to this, and you can feel lonely even if you have a lot of people around you because loneliness is about the quality of your connections. The article was about him saying that we have a new epidemic on our hands. It's an epidemic of loneliness. I mean, think about it, our technology, it is fascinating, it's an irony, really. We are more connected to each other than we've ever been, but actually less connected than we've ever been. Displaced, misplaced, or no place. We all need a place. My colleague and good friend Sue Emick posed this question this week in conversation. Where is the place where you are most yourself? You can most be yourself. Right? That safe place where you know that you are loved, you are accepted, that you are valued, and you are treasured. Where is that place? Listen again to the words of Jesus today. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would, have, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and I prepare a place for you, I will come again and I will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. Now, this is a passage we often read at funerals because we immediately think Jesus is talking about heaven, that he's going to heaven to prepare a place for us. And, and absolutely, he, he is. Some of us know the old King James Version. In my Father's house are many mansions, right? And so we hear that, oh, I'm going to get a palatial estate when I get there. It's going to be awesome. But what really makes heaven heaven, and, and wonderfully so is that Jesus is there. And in fact, wherever Jesus is, there is heaven. Which means that we're not just waiting for some place far away, a long time away, but that he has made a place for us right now. That this is heaven. When he said, my father's house, his Jewish disciples would have immediately thought of the temple. You see, in John chapter 2, the other time Jesus uses the phrase, my father's house, you know this episode, it's when he goes berserk, right? He's turning the money-changing tables over, and he's going crazy, raging. And he says, you've, my father's house, you've turned it into a marketplace, and the leaders are angry, and they say, give us a sign that tells us you've got the authority to do this. And Jesus says, tear down this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. But of course, he wasn't talking about the building. He was talking about his body. He was talking about 
himself. In other words, the temple, my father's house, is actually, it's actually me. So in today's reading, when Jesus says, I am going and I will come back for you, he's not talking about his ascension and then he's going to come someday return for us on the last day. I mean, he is, yes, yes, but before that, he's talking about his death and then returning to us in his resurrection, tearing down the temple and raising it up in three days. Because when he returns to us in his resurrection, he's made the way, hasn't he? He has made a place for us in himself. And here's what seals it. When he says, in my father's house are many rooms, the word there in Greek for rooms is mone. Now that's the noun. The verbal version of this is meno, which means abide or remain or dwell as he uses it in the very next passage, John chapter 15. I am the vine and you are the branches. Abide in me, meno, and I in you, and you will bear much fruit. Or rewind all the way back to John chapter 6. Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me and I in him. I think you've all heard me say this before. You know the old joke, right? Why are they all sitting on one side of the table? So they can all get in the picture? You've all heard that one before? Yeah. Okay. But the real reason, the meaning in this piece of art is that this is our side of the table. We're sitting at the table. We have a place here. Not just at the table. I mean, right here. Here is our place. When he is in us and we are in him, when we eat his body, and when we drink his blood. Where is the place that you are most yourself? It's when he is in you, and you are in him. You want to find your place in life as everybody's sort of searching for their place? Find your place right there. Find it in him. Jesus has made a place for you in himself. And then we go to our second reading, and Peter tells us that Jesus has also made a place, not just for you, he's made a place from you, from all of us. He says that we are living stones. I love that phrase. He's taking each and every one of our lives and cementing us together to himself and with each other, and he says, I'm making out of you a spiritual house. We're becoming who we really are, that spiritual house, a holy priesthood. And what do you do there? To offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Christ Jesus. In other words, we've become the temple. We ourselves, we have become the Father's house. We are, as he goes on to say, that chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession. If our reading had gone on one more verse, it says this. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Once you were displaced or misplaced or you had no place, and now you have a place. You have a place in Jesus, 
and he has a place in you. And wherever Jesus is, there is heaven. There is heaven. Let's take a moment just for prayer and reflection. Let's find our place in Jesus as he'll give himself to us again in the Holy Eucharist in just a moment.